my my mother's favorite question to ask me every time I come back from therapy is, "What'd you say about me?" Welcome, one and all. Hello. <sighs> How's it going, Anna? It's going pretty good, Cola. How are you? How's your? Okay, so we know California is still on fire so on how fire. is everything there very on fire is it is it covid is it fire lungs or is it allergies i don't know uh, i feel like i've had like ash in my mouth all day it's really gross but i can't tell if that's psychosomatic uh which it very well could be is that psychosomatic i mean all right yeah that, that's fair i i feel like i've especially at the beginning of coronavirus i convinced myself that everything oh yeah was coronavirus right um so that that does make sense, but I'm I'm glad you're okay. I've been getting a little worried about you out there. Yeah, everything's okay. We just kind of have to stay inside. It's not great to be outdoors. It's hard to breathe. Uh, everything is orange and dusty colored for the most part. Like it's been the same color outside all day. It's really weird. Are you? Can you just road trip home? Um, I think I texted you. That, you did. I would like <laughs> my girlfriend would have to be willing to take that trip with me, which I'm sure she would. Uh, but it's a little pricey, and I don't know where in the middle of the country two lesbians will stay safely. So yeah, maybe that's a general. That's, that's a good point. That's a general stereotype, maybe about the center of the country. But I've done some traveling there, and I can safely say. I'm not that far off, so. <laughs> it's a, it might be a stereotype, but there is some truth there. But that's fair. But That's I, totally fair. I would love to. I wish I, I can't believe in 2020 I can't just snap my fingers and end up in the middle of Bay it, Parkway. It does feel a little bullshit that we're, like, not, we don't have flying cars and we don't fucking have, like, all the technology I was promised when I was 10 years old. Yeah. Like, why do I still have to sit in traffic? Why do we still have to worry about gas and tolls? Like, it just feels dumb. Like, someone should have fixed this by now. Agreed. Yeah. Um, all right. So, we have a lot of thoughts we do. today. But first, we're going to introduce, we have a very special guest <laughs> for this episode. So, we've mentioned her quite a few times on our previous episodes. By the way, we're on episode seven. Isn't that great? You, you sent me that link and I was like, oh, shit, we are, we are seven weeks in this, baby. Who said I have commitment issues? This is great. Literally um, don't even know. Commitment issues? I don't know her. I have tons of butt tattoos. <laughs> but so, yeah, our best friend Kristen um, is here with us. We wanted to bring her in today because, obviously, um, I actually thought about this. We keep saying that we're two broads from Brooklyn, but we're not in Brooklyn. So we're bringing in a broad who is in Brooklyn. Um, yeah, so... Introduce yourself. The only Brooklyn broad on this podcast. <laughs> correct, correct. To be honest, I think I, hi everyone. I think I was just uh, invited on here so that I can defend myself after, you know, the New Year's Eve story. But, you know, <laughs> we'll let that one go. Thank you for leaving out some very, very embarrassing details. Thank you. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we protected you a lot in that story. Thank I actually you. told my sister. I told my sister the story about like the actual truth because she like listened to the episode and was like, that doesn't sound like Kristen at all. But then I said the truth of what actually happened. And she was like, she was like, oh yeah, that's Kristen. There it is. <laughs> um, we're so happy to, we're so happy to have you. So we're going to start with our segment. We have some thoughts. 
Coca-Cola. Do we want to let, do we want to let Kristen pick as the guest of honor? Where do you want to start friend? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, um, uh, should we start with, let's ask, uh, Kristen some, do you want to start with asking her some of those, uh, her go-to New York questions just to introduce her to the masses? Um, yeah, so we're gonna start. So since you're the guest of honor, we have three questions, which hopefully you've thought of some good quality shit by now. Um, the first one is if New York was a personality, if she was if she was a, a human, what is the one word you say that would describe her best? She is blank. Chaotic for sure. She is chaotic. She okay. Is. Um, what is your bodega order? So this, I, I feel like people have mixed feelings about this, but I would like to think that I pretty much created this, either me or my mom. My bodega order yeah, is a toasted everything bagel with cream cheese and bacon, but the bacon has to be practically black. It's so burnt. Like that's the only way I'll eat it, but cream cheese and bacon, it's my, it's my go-to. It's the best. Do you have a drink? I guess I guess I would say orange juice, but to be honest, not you know. But yeah, I would go orange. So yeah, the the cream cheese and bacon is, I will say that's either you or your mom because that is also like my favorite thing in the entire world. But it wasn't until we were probably like sixteen. Cole, did you ever did you ever have one of? Yeah, I did actually. Thanks to Kristen, I ate that like almost every day for breakfast in college, and somehow still thriving like it's so I don't want to be a narcissist and say that I made this up well I'm just going to take credit for it it was you definitely should. my mother but <laughs> I don't know anyone in my friend group that has eaten this before me I didn't eat it before you introduced it to me it sounds yeah, no, gross but no give it's it a delicious. Chance, people it's delicious it is actually fucking delicious yeah no I feel like we were like 16 we were like hungover, and I remember your mom being like Oh, honey, like she just introduced it to us. But ever since then, it's kind of just been like our, or at least like that weird thing that I absolutely yeah. love, but I have to give you, or I mean, we'll give you the credit for it. Your, your you. mom's not on the podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll give it to you. Um, I actually told my mom that I was going to be on a podcast today and she said, oh, let me know what channel on the radio. So. Lover. Could you imagine um, if we were on like Sirius XM? Thriving would love that. Like, that'd be no that'd chance. Be so I'll send it. To you. That'd be so great. I do love Sirius XM. I just um the first time I ever got into a car with it though had zero concept of how to work it, but now I love it. Um, and then the last one is what is your New York City moment? So what is either a time or a story that just like when you look back, you're like ah. That is the most New York thing that could have ever happened to me. Okay, so I know this is strange because when talking to both Anna and Cola about it, they gave me these like beautiful moments, but me, <laughs> the most random thing ever came to my head. And, you know, traveling on the train to work for, I don't know, the past 10 years, I've definitely experienced quite a few weird things, but by far my favorite weird train moment was one time taking the R train from Bay Ridge into the city and it was 7 a.m. I was on my way to work and I got propositioned by a very good-looking Hispanic couple 
we were sitting across from each other. First, they just said good morning, which was strange to me even in general, because we just don't say good morning to each other on the we train. We do not. We do not. No, at all. So that took me aback, you know, first. I was like, hmm, are they going to rob me? Like, I, I really wasn't sure. <laughs> so I just said good morning back, you know, a little Miss Sunshine over here. And then after a while, first I got a, um, a compliment from the woman. I was like, oh, thank you. And then her man co-signed it. And I was just like, oh, thank you, question mark. It was awkward. And they're like, hey, where are you heading? And I'm like, to work. Where are you heading? It's seven in the morning. Oh, I just wanted to see if, you know, maybe even afterwards, if we can meet up and grab drinks. Like we have this, we're trying out an open relationship and you know, it was kind of just discussed last night, but I feel like you walking on the train, like you're like a girl that we're both attracted to. And I was like, oh, um, well, thank you. First and foremost, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, I am in a relationship, which is not open, um, but I really appreciate the offer. I was very taken aback. <laughs> I, that is- And they were pretty nice about it. They definitely were a little pushy at first. Like, oh, why don't you just take our number and think about it? And I was like, I think I've already made my decision. I don't want to, I don't want to do that to you. So that, that was definitely my weird moment. They definitely propositioned me for a threesome at 7 a.m. I love it that they talked about it the night before. And it was almost like this serendipitous moment, right? Like they met Kristen at 7 a.m. Like, here's our sign that we made the right decision to be in an open relationship. And this bitch is like, thanks, but no thanks. (laughs) They seemed like two professional adults. It's not like they were out partying all night. You can tell when someone's in last night's clothes. They were on Mm -hmm. the way to somewhere and they were just like, fuck work. We got to get this. (laughs) So yeah, that uh, that was the moment that came to mind. I feel like. That's, Out of the random things that happened to me on the train, that was by far the weirdest. That's amazing. I love that story so much. And also, I love how polite you were to, like, let them down, too. Like, I, I think it's so – and maybe this is because I know you so well. Like, you have that capacity to just be, like, so, like, gentle with those people. But I've also seen you, like, if, like, some someone gets, like, too pushy with you, you're like, yo, back the fuck up. Oh, well, I'm Puerto Rican, so don't get it twisted. It's definitely <laughs> inside of me, but I try really hard to not make that side of me come out. But I didn't think it was warranted anyway. They weren't no. disrespectful or making me feel weird, so I didn't want to make them feel awkward about I it. Think, I think that's such a beautiful New York moment. I love it. That is such a beautiful New York moment. Well, thank you for being, A, our first guest on the I show. I love this. Also, yeah, I'm so happy. We're so happy you're here. Um, all right, so... We have some thoughts. We have where are we jumping in first? Okay. We have so many thoughts. So uh I found this. This isn't kind of an old thing that well, it happened a while ago. Uh, but I love it because I follow New York Nico on Instagram, which if you're not following him, I highly recommend you do. He's an amazing mm-hmm. um I wanna say he's a filmmaker, uh, you know, and he just kind of you know, he's done so much to like help the small businesses recently in New York that have been having struggles, like mom and pop places that have been yeah. in the city for like years, uh, you know, and just gives them a lot of exposure. And he's done, I believe, some documentaries. And he's just a really great follow if you're a New Yorker or if you just want to. I know for me, like I've spent a lot of time on his page uh, recently because in my little homesickness bout, it makes me feel like I'm at home. Um 
but recently in his story and I forgot the context now because it's gone but he posted that clip of Fran Leibowitz uh on Iconic Mm -hmm. New Yorker obviously um giving uh her speech at what looks like a Barnes and Nobles and just shitting all over NYU students um and I just I don't know I thought it was really funny because her whole thing was uh and I believe this had to do with uh from what I understand uh when NYU was starting to expand in that uh, particular area of the city yep. uh but yep. she essentially was saying like let's talk about NYU students because NYU students are tourists and I was <laughs> like oh she like went there which no surprise that she did but um yeah, I, I have to say, like, I, it cracked me up a little bit because, like, I know I have a lot of friends, uh, you know, that I met that went to, like, NYU, but, um, you know. Do you really? Well, I met them because NYU's, like, because they, they do comedy, uh, you know, so they come from, like, and again. They Were come, all of them from out of town? Right. Well, yeah, or not, well, not like um, super far, far, but like they were from like, you know, like, like Jersey or like Connecticut, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. and maybe I'm just being bitter because I didn't apply to NYU, which is my own fault. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, that being said, it's like, how often do you know? I know one NYU student who is from Brooklyn that and that's just my I don't know. Any. Very rare. You don't know anybody. Very rare. Yeah. None. None. Yeah, I don't know any at all either. I think so. It was from I think it was back from like 2013 when I was looking yeah. it up, and she basically was just going ham and yelling. She was really upset about NYU's expansion, which like the fact that she was just the way she expressed herself to me, it just like she's so fucking great. She <laughs> truly is like, an iconic New Yorker. But um, yeah, she was she was mostly talking about how NYU was basically like ruin not ruining, but kind of getting getting to the point where it's like they're not, they're like crushing these neighborhoods that they're expanding to when they're taking away history and culture. And honestly speaking, it's not fair because these NYU students are tourists, right? Like essentially they are just, they're transplants. They don't actually care about our city. They don't come here to actually experience anything else besides their overpriced fucking overused name, so to speak. I I never, yeah, I love that you, you kind of like pass this along to us because for me, and why, like, I never have, did, did you, like, Chris, Cola, did you have a positive connotation with NYU growing up? Like, think about when we were applying to colleges. So I will say one thing. I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a good amount of time back in maybe the early 2000s where a bunch of celebrities just randomly started going to NYU. And oh, yeah. I was so utterly obsessed with Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen like from from childhood and I remember being young and seeing that they went to NYU and I was like I'm gonna go to NYU one day and then when I was old enough to apply I was like absolutely the fuck not like I have no (laughs) desire to go to NYU but it's just so funny the things that you put in your mind when you're younger I thought Mm -hmm. it was the place to be I mean, I did want to go there uh, because I was a film major. So, like, I knew, like, the, the Tisch School yeah. of the Arts is, like, the school to go to, um, you know, for film majors. That or I wanted to go to USC out here, um, which is so funny. Yeah. because I remember two, that. Yeah, the two are actually very similar. Um, <laughs> what do they – What are, someone – a native LA person told me what they call USC out here is, like, University of Spoiled Rich Children or something like that. <laughs> 
Um, and I'm like, oh, I, I kind of see that with NYU too, because first of all, I didn't apply because my SAT, SATs were everything at the time. And my SAT scores, they were sure were, they, they just weren't good. Like my grades. Doesn't were, it bother the both of you that now they kind of don't even really matter that Extremely much? fucking frustrating. I cannot express that enough. Uh, I am, as someone who works like in the, the field of education, I'm thrilled because I've been saying for years that they're not a measure of intelligence and they're just a way that keeps. Oh, I agree. People, like, yeah. Like the privileged people in these institutions and out. So yes, but now in hindsight, I'm like, fuck you. It honestly, like the way our teachers made us make it, like made it sound was that if we didn't get a good score on the SAT, we were doomed. For it was the end all be all. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I would argue we are far from failures. Like huh, we have our own podcast. Look at us. No, like, <laughs> look at us. Look at us. Who would have, who would have thought we'd be here? Not us. Um, but it's it's so true like I do get annoyed when I think about it now but I never had a positive connotation of NYU but you know what I'm thinking about it now the both of you are the oldest in your families yeah I'm the youngest I had siblings already in college yeah in like throughout New York so I'd already been exposed to like people in college scenes and I remember like my brothers and sisters being like fuck those kids like they think they're so much better than everyone else why do you why do you both think that is do you think it's just because if you're if you are a new yorker and you do want to go to a bigger school you're trying to like get away from your family so you're trying to go somewhere out of town i mean i i did like that's why i wanted to go to usc like it's so interesting because obviously i love new york but like you know when you grow up in that city and i'm sure you both obviously know this like so many people come to New York to like, wow, I'm in New York. This is like the city. And it's like, it's weird when you grow up here because it's like, well, this, I'm already at the spot. And then people are like, well, why yeah. would you leave? And it's like, New York, when you grow up here is like smaller than you think. Like I'll be home for like right. two weeks at Christmas and run into like 10 people I know in Manhattan. And it's like, how is that possible? But it is <laughs> like, yeah, you know, sure Did you, so you actually mentioned Cole on a previous episode that you had parents that like made you a tourist in your own city because you knew that when you got older, you would never do it. Chris, where did you, did, have you done the touristy things? Also, have you walked the Brooklyn bridge? Have we had this I have walked the Brooklyn bridge, not with my family. Um, no, we didn't really do things like that when I was a kid. Definitely not. I've definitely done those touristy things, but it wasn't kind of done with me and my family. Like, Oh, we have to go to the statue of Liberty. We were kind of more so like packing up a cooler, hopping on the end train and like going to Coney Island beach. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I I have done those things. What are your, just a quick question. Yay or nay on the Staten Island ferry. (laughs) It's a definite nay. And it's funny because I lived in Staten Island for quite a couple years and I took it maybe a handful of times. It was not my vibe. Maybe that's I feel like if I'm meant to be on a boat, it's a yacht or something and not the ferry. <laughs> Chris, wait. Chris, do you remember there was one night, it was me, you, and uh, I think somebody else from our sorority, and we were like, gonna go into Manhattan. Of course, we took like five hours to get ready. And then by the time we leave your house in Staten Island, you were like, okay, we're gonna walk to the train. The train in Staten Island, mind you, is like a ghost train. Very sketchy. Yeah. That train is the weird... So if you think of train and you think of the MTA, no. The Staten Island train, MTA has nothing on it. Yeah. This is the weirdest place you will ever go. It is free to ride unless you get to the ferry and then you have to pay. Right. So it's just 
tons of sketchy mm-hmm. people just sleeping on it people doing drugs saw a naked guy on there once it's a very odd place so yeah exactly so it's 10 o'clock at night and we walk all the way up to the train station by your house and we're just sitting there there is not a soul around <laughs> and we I think we maybe sat there for 20 minutes and we're like no maybe we should just go back home this little sketch waiting here <laughs> never went to the city that night we went I think somewhere else actually on Staten it just Island. wasn't meant to be yeah it just was like oof, that is a ride if you're gonna try that also like I can't even imagine the ferry at that hour like it's not that bad y'all are a bunch of haters no no y'all are a bunch of haters I am the only person I know that is born and bred in Brooklyn just loves Staten Island so much <laughs> she's like why are you moving I'm like because I hate it here what do you mean I was so sad to leave Staten Island. Could be in a hater. But yeah, so um I also think the end going back to the NYU thing, I when you just Chris, you just asked that question and it's I think it's so I do I feel like if you're born and raised in like New York or Brooklyn, like you're if you're gonna go to school in New York, you're not going to NYU. You're gonna exactly. go to Exactly. You're gonna go to a Exactly. Studio. Right. But the, like the people on the outskirts are all about it. And that's why I think like going back to Fran Leibowitz, like she says, like, sh- there's no lies in what she's saying. No cap. It's all truth. Y'all are just a bunch of tourists. Like you're not actually, you, you, you don't give a fuck about anything that's actually here. And even like most of them, like, I don't even know anybody that like, that went there that like stayed in New York. They like ran their asses back home to like New Jersey or Connecticut and, or like California, right? Like they just ran their asses back home. So it's not even like they stayed. Yeah, of course. It's uh, it's so interesting too because I mean, this is maybe we're making a very big generalization. I'm sure there's people listening to this now that being like, I went to NYU and blah blah blah. Like, Whatever. and honestly, fine. Like, it, this if it doesn't apply to you, it doesn't apply to you. But exactly, you know, like it, the, just the general. We're all, we're all about isolating our fan base. On I know. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, like every time it's really funny because Anna will go off on a rant and then I just have to clarify to make sure that we still get people to listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, I just want y'all to know that you're never going to get another Italian male listener. Just, just putting that out there. Anna, also like, so I and Cola at one point fucking shit on like the French also like they're just like we're never gonna get a male listener it's just we, like uh we have two listeners in Australia <gasps> do love yep. that I looked at our staff hello from down under no hello down no not from down, down under. under yeah yeah but they're from there so hello to the down under yeah well, so thank you for there. listening uh that's great I love Yay. it that's pretty fire yeah that is Look at you guys oh my god we're international yeah we are can you both email us so we can give you a personal shout out and tell you how much we love you? We assume you're not Italian. I think Italian that's a great though. idea. I'll send you stuff. What am I going to send you? I have no idea. I'll find some garbage laying around my apartment. Some <laughs> ash falling out of the sky. Oh no, you guys. It's so scary. Like, I just like cannot go outside. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, all right. So other things and... Kristen, this is really more perfect for you because you're the only one of us, again, who are currently living in Brooklyn, but... I don't know how I ended dining. back up there. Yeah. yeah. So indoor dining, not a thing, but um, Mayor de Blasio said, for those who do not know, that it's supposed to open up at the end of this month, so New York has had no indoor dining this entire time since March, 
No. Um, but they're supposed to be opening indoor dining at the end of this month. But Mayor de Blasio has already said, though, if it hits a 2% infection rate, y'all are going back into the lockdown. Um, but you actually, you, you shared with us before this, why are they finally opening up indoor dining? Yeah, so interestingly enough, because about a couple of weeks ago, Mayor de Blasio said there's absolutely no chance in hell indoor dining is opening until there is some sort of vaccine which I thought was kind of bizarre. I didn't really understand it. But in fairness, all the other states in the middle of this that did open up their indoor dining for bars and restaurants, it went to shit real quick. Florida, I'm talking to y'all. Sorry. but <laughs> And California. So I definitely, and California too. So I definitely understand the hesitation. So that was a couple weeks ago that he said, absolutely not. And then I found mm-hmm. out that New York City restaurants came together and I'm pulling this up now. They did a $2 billion class action lawsuit against the city and state officials alleging that the indoor dining ban caused irreparable harm to the city's food and beverage industry. Because basically what they said was, it's like, okay, y'all could do outdoor dining until October, then that shit's mm-hmm. going to close, but indoor dining isn't opening, so y'all are just back to takeout. And I guess the restaurant just got real tired of it open up this lawsuit and literally three days later they're like okay fine you can open 25 percent well because i don't think they were justifying it anymore based on like science because even like in connecticut for us we have indoor dining we have a limit on capacity but our numbers are have either been on par maybe slightly better than new york but y'all are not like crazy really we're really doing well shit was really crazy here for a good amount of time it was wild to just sit here working from home watching Cuomo every day saying five, six, seven, eight hundred people died every day. It's just, it's insanity to hear those numbers. And you don't even think that there's that many people living where you live. So it was just mm-hmm. really jarring to see. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't Would you Would you go to indoor dining? So I'm going to treat this the way I've been treating a lot of things during this pandemic, I'm gonna let y'all do it first and just put your foot in the water. And as long as I see y'all are okay, then, you know, maybe I will. It's funny because my boyfriend and I were in Atlantic City last weekend and it just so happens we were there the day that New Jersey decided to open up indoor dining. So I was like, hmm, interesting. I I feel like I want this experience to go. I feel like such a cave woman of sorts, sitting outside with bus exhaust fumes, trying to get a little sense of normalcy. And a bunch of places were obviously booked to capacity. Uh, and we made two reservations, but somehow, some way, we didn't go to either of them. We're just like, mm, let's just order room service to the hotel. And neither of us spoke about it, but I wonder if in the back of our minds, both of us were a little nervous about it. So I don't know if I'll so, do it yet. Yeah, I don't. I, don't think. I don't blame you. Like they did that here, like uh, right before, like in May, uh, right before Memorial Day. Which, by the way, that is insane to me that that was like insane. <laughs> it feels insane. like yesterday. Um, but they did that here because it's September. Yeah, because LA. I don't get it really good like in March they closed everything immediately and was like Mm -hmm. and everything was chill and they were just like okay bars are open indoor restaurants are open and like I had a couple friends that were just like we're going here do you want to come eat and I was like get the fuck out of here I'm not going indoors to eat and I don't see what the point is right now so um yeah and then immediately like right after Memorial Day weekend like 
it shit just went off here. And then it, it was just crazy too, because our governor like waited to start shutting things down. He's like, well, let's see. And I'm like, mm, I remember, I remember seeing that on the news. Yeah. It was insane. Um, now we're back to like a more like normal ish n- amount, but like, it's just crazy. I mean, like, but do you both think that was more so for restaurants or for bars? Because I feel like they weren't really doing, like, all, all, not just California, all the states that opened. I feel like it was more so bars than I restaurants. I think so, too. Because yeah. it's a lot of in and out. I, I don't know. That's what I think, personally. In and out, and it's just, like, a bar, like, there's music. You're you're shouting a lot more. That's a lot more, like, you know, as opposed yeah. to, I'm not saying that, like, I mean, you don't really shout in a restaurant. I mean, if you're Italian, you do. But, like, you know, <laughs> like. Uh, that's just talking that's just talking but like yeah I, I could see that also like bars are just like I don't know I always say like my band played a show in a bar like March 8th right before we went into lockdown and none of us got sick and I still to this day don't know how that happened uh because it is like one of the dirtiest bars <laughs> so it's because like Kristen and I have spoken about this a little bit it's honestly it's we have to be cautious like we have to be safe you have to be responsible but the fact of the matter is, is that it's not, it's not a guarantee you're going to get it. You just have to be safe, right? Like, don't fucking touch your face. Wash your fucking hands. Like, practice good hygiene. Wear a fucking mask, right? Like, there's so many things in which, like, the fact that we as people, like, struggled to w- wash our hands. Like, it took a pandemic for people to be reminded how to wash their hands. What were y'all doing before? Right. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I just heard this. Uh, by the way, apparently this was a thing. Do you know that some, this is so gross. Uh, we're going to isolate more men from listening to this, but apparently <laughs> Great. some straight dudes like were not like wiping their asses because they thought it was gay. Pardon? You're such a liar. I'm so fucking serious. There are dudes, to repeat that? There are dudes out there that will not like thoroughly wipe themselves because they think that's like going a little bit too close to touching their own asshole and they find that to be like they're that level of homophobic. And apparently this has been this is a thing. And I didn't know this. Um and I'm just like, <laughs> like what? What? Why? I wish that you could all see my face yeah. right now because I'm taken aback sis I, I I don't have words I'm not gonna I'm going to choose I'm gonna I think you're trying to bait me to google this I think so too like something a part of my search history and I'm not falling for this trap because I refuse to believe that is something that humans honestly though what men do at this point doesn't even fucking surprise me but I would just like to say we're not trying to isolate men in our fan base. Um, I would just but like the to things say that, that y'all think are gay are very bizarre. Yeah, this, the yeah, wiping the ass true. thing isn't the only thing. She's like, that's gay. That it's like ha- how? That is true. How that is, is that true. gay? How? That is true. The, I it's just, just I just googled it by the way. Don't even care. And I found like six <laughs> articles that says toxic masculinity is preventing men from wiping their asses properly. <laughs> Shut the. I have no words again. <laughs> Why is this a thing? That is not. It's disgusting. We don't, oh and God. to which I ask. Y'all seem at first to like you. Straight men, are you okay? Are you <laughs> straight okay? Men, you better, please. Yeah. Can you, Kristen, you, you've heard that, like, Italian men don't go down on their women, right? Like, that wasn't Yes, just... I have. Thank you. Okay. But so, I have really to say, um, minority woman speaking here, the most like of all the cultures in the world it is practically scientifically proven that jamaican men do not go down on their women 
really they think that's some gay shit they do not it's a no if you find a jamaican man that goes down on you sis good for you because there's there's just not many of them that's wild yeah i need to know what the correlation is Cola, we need to do a point. i know i'm I sorry my i want to break down demographic of every single man that goes down on their women and if it's a part of their culture or not this is now like my new life purpose oh i agree i my day i'm sorry listeners my day job prevents me from doing important polls like this <laughs> this is now my life's purpose i need to know if like based on your either culture religion ethnicity whatever you want to call it race if you eat pussy or not, that's not. My I think the life. Italian man thing is kind of just more so them being spoiled, but the Jamaican man thing, I don't really know where it comes it's like from. But it's just the absolute no for them. That's weird. Why deprive yourself of something so fun? I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna. This is gonna be like I hate to. I Cola, I'm so sorry you never started this podcast with it. This this as the thing that's a part of our identity, but it's going to be because now I need to know and this is a platform in which I can like, like I now want to like find an Italian man outside my family, of course, because gross to interview about like, what do you know about like eating box? Now now I need to. That would be great. That would be really interesting. I would be tuned in. Yeah. Do we, do we know? Do we have any Italian men Yeah, like, can we interview any Italian men listening? Can we interview you? I have many questions about your sex habits and how it was taught to you. If you're double points, if you're you were raised Catholic, although honestly, if you're Italian, there's a good chance you were. I want uh, I want this guy to be like also like adjusted. Like I don't need a goomba on here right now. Like and yes, like Christina, can- you you said yourself that you've dated Italian men, and and Anna's stereotype is just not true. Well, okay, but she here's the thing. That was amazing. Okay, so here's the thing. First of all, I have a very small pool to pull from because I've only. Hey, paid- it doesn't matter okay i mean you have more than and kristen kristen you've never dated a, an italian man have you no no you ever made out with one you have made out with yes one. but you've never you've never done one also never went all the way never even went half the way <laughs> um um all right yeah we'll we'll find a fine we'll find a well-adjusted italian man to interview in i'm sure y'all could find one it's gonna be hard. I really don't know. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I really we, just don't know about that. We kind of stopped talking to a lot of. I mean, I stopped talking to Italian men years ago outside my family for this very reason. But Anna has pretty much cut off any Italian man that we have ever grown up with. So it's true. It's true. I just think they're all trash. Yeah, she does. and they're all mama's boys. Like, try to just prove. I got. Who can I? You know, I got some friends that I don't know their friends, but do you think if I asked them, they'd say yes? Yeah, like, hey, I don't really know you, but you know a mutual friend of mine. How comfortable are you talking I think, about? I think they would. People like attention, so <laughs> that's true. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. Um, all right, we other things we have thoughts on that we, we not sure how about. how we ended up here, but no, love it. No. this is like that's our life every week on this podcast is like Cole and I just love a good side tangent. But that's like how that's kind of like how we always talk though. Like when the three of us hang out, this would be us whether it's being recorded or not. Correct. Like it's we love a good side tangent. Yeah. I will say this, the three of you, oh well, the three of us, the two of you are why I think I kind of have ADD in conversations, but I can always oh. pull myself back to how we got here, right? Like how the fuck Sometimes I cannot. So properly. Oh no. I can, I can, and I'll say things from like 18 minutes ago 
Kristen, I, I, you definitely know I do this. Like I will bring up something that was said like 20 minutes ago and my brain just processed it. But that's, I think it's literally because of the both of you. Cause how about we will. have side tangents? Yeah, I, I know. It's a habit. I have. Um, um, the other a joy to be around. <laughs> you are a joy. And the other uh, thing we had some thoughts on before we wrap this up was uh, mm-hmm. the video that you sent me of this gentleman on, was it on Instagram? I believe it was. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yeah. He was absolutely hysterical. He's just walking around New York. Uh, and I believe he's just being like, look what a disgusting, dangerous city this is. And then, you know, just basically pointing out people having nice dinners outdoors and eating at the big gay ice cream shop. Um, His name is George Han, like G G George and then H A H N. Um, and he's basically like walking around mocking everyone that's saying like New York is like a, a disaster field because like, oh my God, everybody's left. Like, and he's like doing this like mocking cry and he's like, look at him, look at him. It's all fucking destroyed. This whole place. Look at him eating their gay ice cream. Like it is just one of the best. It's so, it's so, yeah, it's iconic. But also what I just love most about it is like, as he was walking through New York, I like made me feel like I was walking with him. Like you just felt like so so next to him um but i love that he's kind of like trolling people that are like that ha- that actually are not in new york that are like kind of talking shit about new york right they're like from their beach oh, the houses street- yes like the streets are destroyed because of the protesters or the rioters like oh my god poor manhattan and he's like oh look at it it's so fucking disgusting with their nice <laughs> little tables outside like eating dinner like it's you're not even here you're not even here and you, you have so much to say for people who are not even here like i just want y'all to know you can leave like yes. forever and they and are maybe if y'all all leave the rent prices will go down and I can then afford to live in the neighborhood that I believe I belong <laughs> as opposed to the neighborhood that I'm in now you so just where like you what where do you believe you belong well it's always been a dream of mine to live in Park Slope mm. not really sure why but it, it does catch my heart and obviously you would say like oh the upper west side but i'm puerto rican my man is black i don't know if that really works for us but park slope (laughs) i i could see me building a life chris i i know why because that's like where our lives happened like yeah because we went to we both went to st francis college and we spent a lot of time down there. I love there. it. I loved it down there too. That's the whole, so- I got into two colleges. I got into St. Francis and I got into Brooklyn College. And I love, Brooklyn College is beautiful. Uh, yes. My sister would argue differently and call it Broken College. But I uh, but I picked St. Francis because of the area. Because I loved it down there. And because my dad grew up down there. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, we as native New Yorkers, I feel, have the right to inherit that neighborhood <laughs> I think so too. You know, like Amen. so it's not so much uh, you know, it's just like that's where you're right. That is where we deserve to be living, having grown up, mm-hmm. you know, here. That view from the promenade is oh. just unmatched. Oh. It's the best. That's like do you know it's so unmatched. hard? It is so hard to find a picture. Like when I was starting to like decorate my like my apartments and my homes, I really wanted a view from the promenade of the city but so many views of the city are not from there but i was like specifically looking yes. for that one because the promenade is one of our favorite places to go so it Perfect. is so hard to find like a picture from that angle because that's like, surprising i know I, I i it's they're all of like Times square or like from mm-hmm. like the brooklyn bridge right like like down further and it's like that's not really what i want but yeah it's i wish really we didn't have to, to claim Times square yeah i know 
Yeah, y'all can keep it. Y'all can. Do you know why it's called Times Square? I actually just learned this. No. No. It was originally called. Oh my god, this is. I don't remember what it was originally like called before it, but when New York Times, the building moved there, and the, the like the newspaper moved there, it became Times Square. So no way. That's actually how it got its name. Yeah, I I had I zero that idea. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh. You're welcome. I, uh, we love I need to go back to watching. I need to go back to watching that show, uh, The Deuce, that came out. It, it's like it's been out, but it's like all about Times Square in the '70s, and like that's the Times Square I'm interested in. Like, tell me about these people mm-hmm. that lived their lives in like the uh, trashy Times Square of the '70s. I can get down with that. Yeah. Um, so another reason we wanted to bring Kristen on to the episode is because from last episode, when Cole and I were going on our <laughs> very not suitable for parents or work uh, tirade about pussy eating, even though we just kind of extended it. Yeah, into we the really did. That didn't. <laughs> You're welcome. Honestly, she is who she is. Yeah, it, Kristen brings it out of us. It's her fault. Um, <laughs> I just would like to say I was not I was not present for your last episode, so <laughs> you can't really get that off. Yeah, well, you're our guest, so what I say goes. Um, Fine, fair. <laughs> um, but so we also kind of mentioned that last episode, we wanted to talk about how Cola kind of came out to the both of us. And so we were originally like... Oh, no, not kind of, bitch. She did. No, no. she Well, so she did, but like, so when y'all hear the story, you're kind of, you'll see why I said kind of. Um, it's it, At first, it was like... I can't just say this story to our listeners by myself because it truly was an experience that you and I had and Cola just like laid it on us the way she did. And I was just like, I can't just tell the story about myself. Like, so we, we need to, we need to have Chris here for this. I would but- like to say that the reason I did it in the way that I did it, which you will find out shortly is because uh, Anna was away at school and we had gone to visit her um, and I wanted to do it well when they were both in person and not this one thing. Cause I would see Kristen all the time and I just didn't. And you said you wanted it to be when we were all together, right? Yeah. You didn't want to tell us separately. Exactly. I didn't right. want to do that because I've known you both the longest. You're both very special to me. And I didn't want to like tell one without telling the other and, you know, having this like weird lag and it just seemed, didn't seem like the, I pretty much, I believe came out to my sister in a text message. Cause I accidentally, ma- I didn't accidentally, I matched with one of the girls that we, um, who's two years, was two years younger than me at the time. I mean, she still is, but she's two years younger than me, but she graduated high school, um, with my sister and I matched with her on Tinder and she was like, aren't you, um, aren't you Michelle's sister? And I was just like, Oh, no and I yep and I basically like frantically came out to her in a text message after that uh, because I didn't know what to do I didn't really know how to do I didn't I knew that but I didn't know that was what prompted it I I didn't know either yeah yeah. uh you sent us a screenshot of the text message you sent to your sister mm -hmm, yeah like it happened and we were like oh my god but yeah she was completely fine with it but all right so yes you any I was gonna say anything you else to set the stage like um, I wanted it to be the both of us. Yes, I wanted it to be the both of you. Um, I knew, <laughs> so uh, I wanted it to be like I had a. I was like just very. I obviously this was all very new to me, so I like I didn't know like the right way to do anything, and there is no real right way to do anything. It's however no. you know. Um, I <laughs> was like not eating. Like I remember Chris, you, me, and uh, and Eric took the bus up, and I like couldn't eat. 
because my stomach was a mess the whole weekend because I was thinking back on it you were a bit weird on the way there yeah and I don't remember if I said something to Eric or if I just kind of kept myself but I know you well enough to know when something's a bit off yeah I didn't know Mm -hmm. if you were just tired or if it was like a long ride but yes you're you're right I was definitely noticed that you were a bit off Eric, for those who do not know, is Kristen's oh, yeah. uh, boyfriend, yeah. and he's been her boyfriend since we were in college. So he's he's been around for a long time, and we love him very dearly. But I think that's, Coley, you've said that's why you had to do it in the way you did it, because for you, it's not that we didn't want Eric to be a part of the conversation, but it was just well, so- Well, don't even get into it yet. You have to set the scene. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay. So we, um, we were at your apartment, uh, and- mm-hmm. Uh, we were going out to, was, I don't know if we were going out that, did we go out after that, that night? Or I think we just went to dinner and then we went home and like had like drinks at your place. Am I wrong about that? The whole weekend is a blur to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, yeah. So we yeah, went we to went some went sort of like pub. Yes. Thing. Okay. And yep. right before we left, like I, my stomach was so upset. Like I was constantly going to the bathroom. I could not, I was like, and I was telling you both, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to eat that much. Like I really can't. Like, I don't know yeah. what's wrong with me. Like, um, but I knew you sent us to a restaurant, didn't you though? Did yes, I? Yes, it was it was like a bar restaurant it was. type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely yeah. were sitting yeah. there with the intention to have like drinks and food. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we go, um, and it's uh do you know, we walked because I don't think it was that far from where you were. No, um right and so we're sitting there and at one point I don't know if this was after I was if we were eating I was like barely picking at my food like I still was too afraid no, the food had just gotten there oh, oh see you know better than I do because I yeah, that that's a blur to me everything yeah. was just so I, rem- I distinctly remember so much because it's not it's just like one of those moments that you kind of like leave your body and it's not because like you're just upset it's just more of like a, I just remember thinking is she for it fucking was, real? It was just the most there? random way. So, Cola, yeah. do you want to kind of say how it happened? Yes. Or yeah. so we, what, I, do you, what would you like to do here? I will explain <laughs> what happened, what I did, uh, because I started to then go into full panic mode in my brain because... <laughs> So we're eating, and then at one point, Eric goes, uh, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and he leaves the table. And I'm like... And need okay. I interject, how long does it take a man to take a piss? Maybe 45 seconds to a minute and a half? If that. If that, yeah. if, that if they wash their hands. And, you know, Eric does, but mostly all don't. Yeah. yeah. Pre-corona stuff. Uh, so Eric leaves, and I was like... Here's the thing also, like, I told then... In that moment that he left the table, I basically said to both of them, um, hey, like, I just want you to know, uh, I believe I said I'm, I'm dating women and I think you I, did. I might be gay. You didn't say I'm gay. Right. Or I you said, didn't. Or I didn't say that. You, you just didn't. said, hey, I just want to let yes. you both know I'm dating women now. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's, jeez, uh, y'all are, remember better than I do. I kind of think that's adorable. Um, so yeah, I tell them I'm, I'm dating women. Um, and I believe I remember your, uh, my response was, oh, so I believe after I said that, uh, Anna was sitting next to me. So she was like, congratulations. (laughs) I distinctly remember me just saying, oh, and Anna saying, all right. Yeah. And then at the moment where she said, all right, I see Eric coming back from the bathroom. And I said to you, uh, are we talking about this when he comes here? And you said, no. 
I want to tell him on my own, but at a later time. Yeah. So I don't know if any of y'all could imagine that, but just sitting at that table and just having these, and again, not because we felt any type of way about it, of course, but it was just surprising for one and infuriating the way that she did it. And I wasn't able to ask any questions. So we're all just kind of sitting there. He walks up to the table and he's like, y'all are good. We're like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I'm the most awkward person on the planet. I'm like, yeah, sure, babe. Like, all good. I like ran to the bathroom. I was so uncomfortable. Well, here's the thing. It was because also was, I will say because as Anna mentioned, we've known Eric for a really long time. So that's another person that I've known for a really long time and felt that he deserved uh I don't know. I kind of wanted to do that like I love that you did that. Yeah, cuz he's like yeah. important to me too and like I just was trying to get better at this, I guess. Um uh, and that's you wanted why wanted to say it to as many people as possible. Yeah. I, well, I wanted to be like personal about it with the people that I was close with. So I was yeah. like, I will tell him, but I don't want it, you know, like having y'all two like separately for that was very important to me. And like, I mean, obviously like he came along with us. So like, what was I going to do? I was like, but I have to do it this weekend because I don't know when I'm going to see Anna again. Like, I don't know when she's coming back yeah. home, you know, like, so I was like, I got to do it. You got to do it. And then like, we could not wait for that man and if anybody knows my boyfriend Eric he is a night owl so he will stay up till four or five in the morning we Mm -hmm. were just desperately waiting for him to fall asleep Mm -hmm. so that we could Mm -hmm. finally ask or just like have a real conversation about it finally we did and that was even better yeah I mean I think it's really funny because so we're saying the story as if it was like over like minutes, but it like think no. about like conceptualize like 40 seconds of like Eric leaves, Cola leans in and goes, Hey, so I think I'm actually starting to date women, or I'm I'm gonna start dating women, or I've been starting to well, no, I think you said I'm interested in dating women. I, I don't know if you've gone I don't know if you've gone on any dates at that point, but you said something about dating women, and then you know, Kristen responded like, Oh, and I was like all right, great. Like, yeah. congratulations. And we moved on. Um, but then Kristen literally asked, like, can we talk about this with Eric here as Eric was already coming back? Like, yes, yes. Oh, yes. He was already approaching the table. Yeah. And it, it was, was I wanted like, him to be included. I just had so many questions. Right. Which is even funnier because so Kristen is everybody. I feel like Kristen, you are one of those friends, especially I feel like anybody listening can relate. It's like, that is the friend that you're really thankful to have because she knows the questions to ask, even though like, even when you don't necessarily like know you want to talk about something, you like ask the questions that like need to be asked in order for the person to talk about it. And the fact that you couldn't, it's almost like we were asked, like Cola was basically saying, Kristen, don't breathe for the next- <laughs> I thought I was going to implode, minutes. honestly. Yes, like it was, whereas like me, I'm like way more passive about those things. Like I, I like not that I didn't give a fuck, like I care, like I want Cola to talk about it, of course, when she wants to talk about it. But Kristen is like, no, no, we need to discuss this. Like you do not just did, like it is an injustice to basically what you just did. Because but also, you the- yeah. And a big thing about me is like, I cannot hide the emotions on my face. I just can't. I try so hard and I, I just can't. So when he walked up was- to that table and saw my face, he knew something was going on. I asked mm-hmm. him later if he knew, if he had any idea. He's like, no, I obviously had no idea, but I definitely knew some weird shit happened when I left that table. Yeah, it was, but then, yeah, so he went to bed and then finally, you know, we asked all of the questions that, that we had, but I would say like, I don't, so I think, 
given the fact that we all grew up together, we, you and I were completely fine with it. Like we, we didn't even blink oh, yeah. twice, but Cora, what was, I think your biggest fear in telling? Us? I think, uh, and I think this is probably a common fear is that like, even though you've like, I've, how long, how well do I know the both of you, you know, like, but you know, you're always worried because of the environment that we grew up in. Like, I didn't have any like lesbian, like role models. If someone was a lesbian presented that to me, it was because they were like ugly and couldn't get a man, you know, that was how it was always mm-hmm. perceived to me. So I don't, you know, like, it was just like, I just didn't know. Like, I was just afraid that maybe y'all would feel weird around me after that. And you know, um, you know, I think another fear is that like, cause like, I mean, we're all close. Like we, you know, like most women, you know, like we spend a lot of time like in cl- close proximity. Oh yeah. Definitely comfortable with each other. Yeah. Sleeping in bed together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I was afraid that like, oh, now that's weird. Like, I don't want you like to sleep over, like to sleep in my bed anymore, or I don't want you to like touch me or like, you know, like even like hugs, like not even like that, you know, like so that it was, was like, bitch, you know, the weirdest things about me. You wouldn't want me anyway. It's, I, I never thought that. You'd probably be like, this girl is so fucking annoying. I could never date this bitch. Absolutely oh not. First of all, would date both of you in a heartbeat. Uh, <laughs> second of all. Same to you, sis. Same to you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just didn't know. Like, I, you know, like, I, you don't, because it's not something that we as a group even had like that much experience with, you know, like, but, no. you know, I should know, because like, even when we were in high school, like, you know, we had, there were a couple of like, I think, maybe like one or two. Do you remember we had like a a, a trans guy uh, who was a couple years older than us in our I do remember and like oh my god yes mm-hmm. and I always thought it was, like, I believe no that that was my first experience yeah same with with a trans person yeah I, I think in person yeah yeah and they always got treated so poorly like I remember like yeah. uh, we were freshmen and they were I think either like a junior or a senior uh, and I just remember someone yeah. being so nasty talking about that person. And I was like, first of all, I don't know that person. Second of all, like, they're mm-hmm. just like, oh, you know, they're getting like hormones for graduation. And I'm just like, okay. I was just about that. to say that. that you remember was that, right? That, yep. Wow. Yeah. And I was just like, so okay. Because that's when he started full on yeah. with the transition. And that's that was just a running joke. Oh, he got hormones for granted. Yeah. It was gross. It was gross. And I didn't like, and I knew that obviously like y'all didn't like never said anything nasty about it. And I certainly, I'm just like, okay, well let, let that person be like, who cares? You know, like, uh, you were always like that though, Cola. <laughs> you really were. Yeah. Unfazed by everything. I've been like, I, I've definitely had catty moments in high school. You know, we were in an all girls school. It definitely wasn't like the picture perfect friend and girl all the time. Like, I could be a little nasty, but Christina, there was something about you were always just like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I don't, because you never, it, it just never fit. Now that nothing phased you, it was just like, live your life, which, which is, of course, is what everybody should be like, but yeah, yeah, it takes people a bit longer sometimes. I mean, that's okay. I've never, I was, uh, I was very similar. I never had catty moments in, in high school. The only fight I ever got into was actually because of Cola's sister, but <laughs> that's about it. Okay, That's maybe enough. a fight, but okay. I'm I'm not gonna embarrass you on your podcast. Let's just keep going. 
Um, what a great idea to have you come on. But yeah, <laughs> um, that, those are my general fears. And like, I just remember, and Chris, I could understand that. Chris, I don't know if you, uh, I, anyway, the point is, y'all were great after that. Always like very respectful, great questions, loved it all. Like, uh, I was I just about to ask you, do you feel like we asked any strange questions no. or anything that you kind of were like, Hmm. no I, I mean you wouldn't have asked that no I mean I didn't really um I didn't really know how to you know I didn't know much at the time yeah everything was so new and we definitely weren't prying it was just kind no. of more so like just because remember Cola had had more boyfriends than all than both of us put together. put together so for us it was more of like a so it was originally so you had originally kind of told us as if you were like bisexual and the reason I remember yes. this is because we got fucked up that like the next night mm. after Cola's stomach was doing much better because her her yes. big reveal that it had occurred and we all got fucked up the next night and I had drunkenly said to her like looked at her and was like bisexual huh and she was like yep I think so and I was like man you just doubled your pool for an orgasm like that's awesome dude like and I so that's originally how you came out to us so we just had like a lot of questions as to the process for how it all happened but yeah I, I was just going to say, go ahead. I was going to say, I think uh, that's something that a lot of queer women or like lesbians will do when they're first coming out too. Uh, and then some people are like, some, the people I know that are bisexual are just like, I'm bisexual. Like I know this yeah. for a fact. I knew I wasn't bisexual, but I was still kind of afraid to like. I could understand why you would do that though. It's kind of your way. And, and maybe you didn't even bullying I don't know but no. it was your way of kind of easing other people into it which is so weird that you would even feel like you had to do that but but I do understand yeah and I think um I, and I just remember like downloading tinder because uh, this was like two months after I gotten out of a relationship and like I downloaded Changing your preferences I changed it like I, I matched with like two dudes and like one woman and then the dude started talking to me I was like you know what I was like we're not doing this again we know like we're not doing it we're just not doing it again like we're just gonna end up in the same situation and after the relationship that I had just gotten out of um you know I was like if I was going to be with a person like that that would have been the person um and it wasn't and they were great but they you know there was still something missing yeah yeah I know both of you really liked them too so I was like Yeah. yeah uh but it just wasn't, you know, as nice as that whole story was, it wasn't, that just wasn't what my life was meant to be. Like. Yeah. And, you know, I think I had to let that person go so that they could also live the life that they were supposed to have. And, you know, yeah. 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 What would you say is probably like the biggest in hindsight, 2020 biggest advice or piece of advice you would give to someone right now who might be in a similar situation? You know, I, uh, I feel like everybody now they're so like, kids these days um no like (laughs) everyone now like this generation seems like so chill with just like fucking experimenting and like honestly I love that you know like it's not you know everyone's just so more open about it and like if you're kind of like that homophobic person in high school then you just seem like the weird one you stand out yeah Yeah. and so I just kind of love that you know like women now are just like oh yeah I'll experiment with her and see how I feel about this um yeah you know what I think I'm gay like I'm just yeah oh okay no like and it's not it doesn't seem like it's this big moment where 
you have to like sit your friends down they're just like all right bro I don't I don't care like, yeah yeah I think it's really cool it is really cool and I love that um and you know like I am not I don't have plans to have children but like uh you know my sister's kids and you guys as kids if you decide that's what y'all want um you know like I'm so excited to see like I'm excited to be like the gay aunt because that's going to be like so much fun because I get to have all the fun with no responsibility yep I was gonna, so uh, I'll drop my kids off don't don't you worry and then when they're like 16 they can come run away to California to live with me on the beach <laughs> <laughs> like mom was being such a bitch yeah. so I hitchhiked to California like yep yeah I would agree Gen Z I say this all the time Gen Z is going to be this the generation that's oh it's going to be great it's unfortunate but like I am totally here like my mom and actually and I were talking about this this morning she was like they're just so non-committal and I'm like because I think that's actually like I think they're onto something like they you would say fun. that yeah I would. And she was not <laughs> when I said that she was like oh great just another reminder that I need to know that about your commitment issues but mom I have said I have a podcast with seven episodes so again my commitment issue is not that big of an issue um no or at least not in the way that she wants it to god I hope she never <laughs> listens to that last episode because it's, it would break her heart for the sole fact of how much I just shit on Italian men yeah um, that she well she always says she was like did I make it look so terrible that now you don't want to date one yourself why do moms like, always think that everything is a personal attack I don't know you know Chris put that shit on a t-shirt put that shit on a t-shirt my my mother's favorite question to ask me every time I come back from therapy is what'd you say about me as if like you think you literally fucked me up so bad like I don't I don't ever I didn't say anything about you but Anyway, yes, Generation Z, you are all out here to to save us all. Thank yeah. you so much. Please keep doing whatever the fuck you want with consent, of course. And yeah. I feel like, yeah, that's why I'm like, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like they could probably have given me advice. They could probably still give me advice. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I would say if I had to give myself advice, um, you know, it would be like to, I always say I wish I'd come out sooner, like, but that would have been rough, I think. Uh, considering the situation we were in in high school. I mean, I don't know. I, I still think y'all would have been great about it, um, you know, but everything else would have been difficult, I think. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just hard to tell. What is that saying? Hindsight is 2020? Hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm just so happy that you had a good experience. I know that's not the same for yeah. a lot of queer people, um, but I, I'm really happy that you yeah, everybody sure. was great. Um, you know, my parents it's were great. So, it's so funny. Yep. Kristen always says that she wanted growing up, like before we really got close with Cola, she always wanted a gay best friend. She said it all of the time. Which is she so like, such a problematic know. thing to say, by the way. But I mean, yes, but like she's like, like she's just like like well, honestly, it was because of sex in the city, right? Like, I was I just know. about to say I grew up idolizing sex in the city and watching yep. Carrie Bradshaw and Stanford. I was like, I, I yep. want that. I deserve that in my life. Well, but you got it. You got it. You got a gay best friend. I got it, sis. I got it. Uh, but Chris, I love no further. I love that though that you were that you even like acknowledge now to be like, oh wait, like maybe that was not like. That's a weird thing to say, you know. On like face, I can't now. I definitely have never ever spewed some sort of racist, homophobic type shit. But 
I think the thing that humbles me the most is Facebook memories and where it pops up with like your statuses and stupid stuff that you would say. Yeah. And I remember mm-hmm. seeing one time and every time I see something that's like, mm, that's a little off, I will delete it. Even if that post is from 20, 2009. And mm-hmm. I remember I saw a status just like, I'm going to create an app for straight women to find gay man best friends. And I'm just like, you can delete that, sis. This is a bit weird. <laughs> That wasn't your finest moment. Uh, Not my finest moment, but it could be worse. But you know what? We love growth. We love growth. Yeah. We love to see it. We are not about the cancel culture here. We are all about the growth. Well, I mean. Some of y'all need to be canceled, but (laughs) but yes, in in general, I agree. Yeah. I I would say that wholeheartedly. Um, Yeah, I'm glad you did also have a good good coming out story because I, I also think growing up in Brooklyn, we really didn't like know that many lesbians except when we so as we got older we realized we were around a lot of lesbians but like you were saying cola right like they were yeah. the punchline or there it was like that was like um our friend's mom like her her best friend just sleeps in her bed with her right like those, those a childhood like had, friend of mine yep yep it was just her so mother many. and her mother's they actually friend. called her her co-worker and i'm like hmm, okay yeah or or her aunt or like I remember there was another one like from from like CCD like it was like oh her mom and her aunt oh yeah both, like share a bed and it was just very like and at the time like you don't think anything of it because I remember being like growing up like my sister and I shared a bed even though we were like children I was like three years old yeah um and my parents just couldn't like afford the twin beds yet I mean we eventually obviously got some beds <laughs> just kidding guys I still sleep in the same bed <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding so it's it, it didn't you don't think anything of it but like I feel like even growing up in like such a progressive place we really didn't see it so it's so it bizarre because I feel like yeah. I I knew a lot of gay men but lesbians you know I think and I I, that's true. I I think also like yeah I mean I felt that way too though like I always knew gay guys but I didn't know any like gay women like you know yeah it was always again at least to me it was pictured like oh like she's ugly and can't get a man and I'm like do you have you seen lesbians like or that odd thing that people say oh yeah she just kept striking out with dudes and then just said I'm just gonna start dating women now right and it's just like no no that's and I, I didn't understand that either though like I you know I remember when I was like I would say maybe at the beginning of high school and I was very awkward looking because I didn't have boobs um and I remember being at Mandy's with my mom shopping for clothes shout out to Mandy right uh, 18th Avenue. yeah so we were at Mandy's and I was in my li- little I always dressed like a tomboy and I realized that I was in high school now and like I I just remember my focus shifting to like well I have to be like desirable to men and so I remember being in the dressing room like almost on the verge of tears because like I was telling my mom I was like I don't want to look like a lesbian and uh, my mom's like, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like you're, you know, cause like, I just didn't look very feminine. I never looked or felt very feminine. Um, and that's fine because like, I mean, now it's, you know, I realize it's fine because, you know, there's not a set way to be a woman, but like growing up, that's mm-hmm. all we had was this template for, you know, like I had older cousins that were like very feminine. And I always remember thinking like, when am I just going to grow up to be that? Like, when am I going to be like that? You know, like, it'll just, I always thought like, oh, when I get older though, I'll grow out of it. But I just like, 
you know, I just never did. And it was always a concern of mine. So I don't know. I always felt like, not that I, you know, I, I looked fine in a dress, but like I, you know, it always felt a little uncomfortable for me and I was always very self-conscious. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I definitely distinctly remember meeting you in, you know, one class. I really don't remember what class we met in or, or where it was, but I definitely did think that you were a lesbian. And it was such an idiotic thing to think because I just, I don't know, based that off of the fact that you were a tomboy. And then I'm like, okay, idiot. Like she has a boyfriend and she just plays softball. Like it's it's not that deep. And I was just like, okay. And then you had so many boyfriends through high school. And I was just like, then the thought just left my mind. It was really just a thought that I thought like upon meeting you, but it, I yeah. definitely thought about that when you did come out to me. Nice. I never do that. To be fair, for the longest time, you were the only woman I knew that played softball that was not a lesbian. Also true. When you, us, when you came out to us, I was like, huh, <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> like, 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 like every time like that stereotype would get thrown out there I'd be like no 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 my best friend plays softball and she's not a lesbian I would yeah I mean like that was like my defense thing though right like if I just continuously have a rotation of boyfriends Chris I don't know if you were there this might have been when I was pledging in in college but one of my pledge sisters even said to me like very casually too, was be like oh I thought you were gay and I was like no and I wasn't like offended because like I, I never, when people would bring that up to me, if they brought it up in like a polite way, uh, when I was still in the closet, I would never get a super offended because I was just like, I don't think that's something to be offended by. Like, even though I wasn't out like to my, I mean, like, you know, that was going on maybe at the back of my mind, but like, you know, being asked if you are gay or not should not be an offensive thing. Like, cause that yeah. implies that you think it's a bad thing. Um, So, and I remember telling her like, oh no, I have a boyfriend. And like, that was always the best defense. Like I stayed with a ton, a rotation of terrible men. Um, (laughs) Terrible. Uh, uh, Up until like the, you know, the last, uh, last hurrah. But, uh, you know, it was just a good uh, way to, you know, not, you know, that was in my mind, like the best way to keep people like off my case about that you know and then if they didn't ask about it then I didn't have to think about it and I didn't have to address it and I could just keep trying to feel something um you know sexually for these men that I was just never going to feel um and then wonder why and thinking oh it's just because it's not the right person but you know I think because that last relationship I realized I was like that would have been the right person but it's not because they you know it just obviously yeah there's something more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually don't even remember how you two became friends in high school. I just remember being like, cool, my words, my worlds have collided. Like, this is great. Because I do. Nicole, you and I had become close for Italian class, and Kristen and I have been best friends since we were four. How, how, what was the, what was the colliding moment? So we sat, like, diagonal from each other in, like, junior math, junior year math, right, Chris? Yeah. Is yeah, and I was like, I thought she was, I thought she was so tough. Like I was like, this chick like looks like she can like kick my ass. Also, you were very good at math too, and I was just like, super mastered. You would never, you would never think it by looking at me. But shout out to me. I actually just told the story to someone the other day. I was like, 
was like, that was one of the things my best friend and I bonded over. We were like such little like secret math nerds. Yeah. Like I, we, like we really talked about it in high school, but we were like really, I was like a high school math tutor, the work, the work. Yeah. Y'all were both very good at math. And uh, so Chris's looks already intimidating to me. And then on top of it, she's good at math, which is just like, wow. Um, So (laughs) it's so funny that you say that this, I feel like this narrative needs to end. I I don't know why, but it, for any any person that I meet, I get the oh I I really thought you were gonna be a bitch or oh I was a little intimidated. And I'm like I just don't understand why. Uh, then they're like, well, it's just when you speak, then I realize how sweet you are. It's just I don't know. I guess resting bitch face is actually no 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 no. First of all, I hate that because there's no thing for men, even though I say dudes have resting dick face, but they do. <laughs> But uh, I think it was just because, um, you know, you you just looked like some of the other girls. Like, I mean, also, we like had uniforms. We had to wear uniforms every day. But like, you know, you were just like a little preppier. And like, I was so used to girls like that being mean to me. So I think my brain, you know, immediately did that thing where it's just like, okay, just be a little careful. Um, But then we had you in our driver's ed car. And that's really where I got to know you. And I was like, this chick is so funny and really great. And oh my God, she's going to have us hit this mailbox if she doesn't like swerve. Yeah, I, I definitely remember the episode where y'all talk shit about me. But I, mean, I remind you both, I have my license. I'm a good driver now. It took a bit of time. You know, maybe I was a bit of a slow bloomer, but we're there now. I love it. Oh, my sister called me. My sister called me this morning to tell me that I guess in one of the episodes where I said that my sister failed her driver's test the first time around, she called me at 7.30 this morning, guess the bitch decided to finally listen to the episode, yelling at me before I even really opened my eyes, saying, I did not fail my driver's ed test the first time around. That was your older fucking brother. You need to make a correction on your podcast. So my dear (laughs) sister, here's your correction. You passed it the first time around. Forgive me forgive me. Here's your correction. She said she wants, she demanded it to be put in the episode notes. So <laughs> if you all ever wonder why I am the way I am, that is a perfect example of, of my sister, which you both know her. Oh and that Siblings, is, am I right? Oh God. That is the most, did she get to the, she's it, did, I, I don't know if she got to the episode where I, I basically uh, was talking about your 21st birthday and saying how I would like listen to whatever she told me to drink. I was ready to drink. And that's why I almost passed away. <laughs> i don't know if she got there yet she's been like listening in like spurts but she basically she keeps she's demanding that like she like we need to start we do need to start posting on her instagram we're so sorry cole and i do have other like actual jobs that are like drowning with us with work they are amen uh capitalism so she has basically been demanding that we start posting on her instagram more so she can start like promoting it to her like quote unquote friend group. And so my sister's become obsessed with this fitness thing called Tone It Up. And it's part like, of it. Yes. So it's like basically like so I do Peloton. She does this thing called Tone It Up. And when I tell you she is balls to the wall, tone it up like completely ham. She no like, shade, you know, but is it a pyramid scheme? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. It's just like like a fitness, like full like beach body or like one of those like programs. No, no, it that is a very important question to ask. No, it's not a pyramid scheme. But she like changed her Instagram name, so now it features like a tone it up tag to it. Yeah, she's like 
ham on tone it up and so she's like she's like you know i she's like i have a loyal fan well i have a loyal friend group now so you need to make sure that i can promote this podcast to them and so i just keep telling her like tia like thanks in advance to tone it up like tiu because that's what (laughs) they call it and she keeps getting annoyed with me every time i say it i'm just like tia to tiu and she's like fuck off like (laughs) but she's she's full-on ham obsessed with it so for all my tone it up listeners if you are here you are the most intense group of people i've ever met but Honestly, like, thank you for being you. And I don't exercise. (laughs) Peloton app. Please download it. Kristen and I are Peloton queens. We are obsessed. Um, Download Peloton. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I don't want to do a Peloton ad unless they're sending me a bike. (laughs) Word. They're not cutting the check. Yeah, no. no, no Uh, in In a way, they do cut our checks. How? To me and Kristen. Oh. We're shareholders. I do, I do own some Peloton stock, so it's yeah, so Peloton. So, All right, well, on the, show the next episode, you we can, can do the up. we can do the stock hour on the next episode. <gasps> I'd love you to can, come back for it. You could, you can cut all that out, but yeah. All right, um, let's get out of here. It's pretty late. Kristen and I are tired. Um, I did not even realize the time. I told you it goes by really quickly. Um, all right, thank you so much for for joining us, Chris. We'll we'll have to have you back again for obviously roasting, roasting me and Cola. You should get a platform to shit on us since we apparently shit on you way more than I thought we did. Um, you really do. But <laughs> my bad, my bad. Uh, all right, well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Anna. I'm Cola. We're two broads from Brooklyn. Have a good one. Good night. <laughs>